0: Good evening a little after nine on a Saturday all right so let's see what can I talk about I want to try to be uplifting okay well actually no I do want to talk about that comment my one of my LinkedIn connections made to me which he thought it was offensive for me to say all I said was I am my own best friend what can you tell me if anybody's out there listening to this What is so offensive about saying, I am my own best friend? I don't get it. It's true. I don't have a friend. And it's not by choice. It is not by choice. Okay. So let me explain something to you. So when I was growing up in grammar school, I was friends. And even in high school, I had friends from all over the world. But we weren't, quote, best friends. We were just friends. Now, the difference between just having friends and then a best friend. When you when you see what the definition of a best friend is, well, if you had a best friend growing up and you stuck around with each other, you kept in touch, you, you did things together, you went out, you, whatever, you were there for the good and the bad times, that's considered a best friend. If you were just friends with people from all walks of life, because I had that in high school. I was friends with everybody. I did not judge you know, I didn't do anything that was, like, spectacular. In other words, I didn't, like, choose people who I wanted to be my friends with. Yes, I did choose my friends, but I didn't have anybody choose them for me. I didn't have people say, oh, you can't be friends with this person. You can't be friends with... No. What, whoever, whatever friends I had, I, I had. And they were all around the world, from every country. But... What I don't understand, and I'm still trying to figure it out, is why did my LinkedIn connections say to me, that's offensive? I don't understand what I said that was offensive. All I said was, I'm my own best friend. What is offensive about that? For me, it's hard to make friends, and not because I'm shy. I am myself. I, I will admit it to you, you know, they say, be yourself. If you be yourself, you'll get more friends, you'll get more people to like you, more people will come your way. You show your true self. Don't try to be someone you're not. But the problem with that is, people in this day and age, and even before when I was going through elementary school and then I went through junior high and high school, if you wanted to be in a particular group, you had to be like them. Why would I wanna be like them? Why? I never liked any of the people in my class, I will be honest with you, I was so done with high school. I was ready. As soon as I graduated, I was ready to get out there. I didn't know everybody was like, oh, we're never going to see each other again, oh, let's keep in touch. You know, and they put their little entries on the yearbook, and I'm like, half the people that wrote in my yearbook, I never really contacted with. I never connected with them again. Oh, many years later, let's go to the high school reunion. Ha! I did not go to that one. I'll tell you why. Because when you go to these high school reunions, for a split second, a split second, people are so nice to you. They're so nice to you. Then they talk about you behind your back. Why would I even bother going to these reunions? What's the purpose? I never liked high school. I tolerated it. I never liked it. I was so ready, so ready to leave high school. So, so ready to leave high school. But I can tell you right now, um, as far as friends are concerned, if you have them, you have them, you don't, you don't. Again, it's not my choice. A lot of people think, well, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Trying hard enough for what? I'm being myself. I'm not trying to be someone I'm not. You have to understand something. People expect too much of you. In order for you to be, quote, their friend, they want you to have certain things. They want you to do certain things. They want you to be a certain way. They want you to dress and act a certain way. Do you really think I want to be around people like that? No. I believe, you know, that for personally for myself, I've had friends in the past that actually betrayed me and backstabbed me, manipulated, lied to me, made me feel like I was at one time a part of the group, but they only wanted one thing from me and I couldn't take it so a part of me doesn't care anymore whether or not I have friends it's good to have friends it's good to have friends in this day and age because sometimes they say you need to fall back on other than the people in your family the people in your family can be objective but other times they can't be so the thing I want to make clear is this In your lifetime, if you are to, quote, meet somebody that you love, meet somebody that you like, a friend, a really good friend, and you click and you have things in common, great, and if that's opposite, that's great too. But the thing I want to make clear is that sometimes you can't trust people. Why? They may have your, quote, back, and they may have your support and everything, but deep down inside, do you really know the people who are your friends? Think about that for a second. My friend, the friend that I did have back in the day, I didn't like her at all. She backstabbed me. She manipulated, she betrayed me. You know, she made me feel like everything I did or didn't do wasn't good enough. Or, or oh, oh my God, it was so upsetting the, the one time she called me and I was sick to my stomach, I remember this, she called me from the school because I was the one who drove her. She made excuses as to why she couldn't get a vehicle couldn't take a car to school. I said, once in a while we have to take turns. Oh no, I'm the chauffeur over here because I had my father's car at the time. So you tell me what's going on with that picture. She made excuses every single time. I said, well, you have a boyfriend. Let your boyfriend drive you just go. Oh no, no, he works. Yeah. And what's your point? I'm not your chauffeur. Okay. She made excuses. I mean, I got my license before her and I was driving. She always made an excuse. She had five older brothers. She was the only girl Come on, stop with the excuses. But the time I remember, and my mother remembered this clearly, I wasn't feeling well, I hadn't gone to school. She had called, she started yelling and screaming. I could hear her from like all the way towards the end of the hallway. And she, she said to my mother, your daughter is born with a silver spoon in her mouth and, and she's this and this and this. And I'm like, here, let me get the phone. And so I said, how dare you talk to my mother that way? What's the matter with you? Oh, well, you gotta come down. I said, why? I don't feel well, I don't feel like driving and getting behind the wheel of the car so I can get sick what's the problem you have f- how many you have this many brothers in your family which I think she had four brothers or five brothers I forget you have a boyfriend what do you need me to come down there for and then she said to me oh I'm gonna kill myself well then I said go ahead because every time you make me feel guilty I end up doing what I'm sp- what I don't want to do So what did I do I went to her. Because I was afraid she was going to take her own life. When somebody says, I'm going to kill myself, you don't take it lightly. So I went. And then she kind of made it like, oh, it wasn't a big deal. Oh, it wasn't my fault. Oh, 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 oh. You know what? I'm tired of your excuses. This is the same girl that went behind my back to the nurse's office because she told the nurse that I was bulimic anorexic. Just because I don't eat does not mean I'm bulimic or anorexic. Then the nurse came out and showed me these pamphlets. And I went out after and I said, how dare you? How? You call yourself a friend. Why did you tell the nurse I wasn't eating? Oh, I was concerned. That's what a true friend does. Yeah? And does a true friend go behind my back and tell stories about me to the nurse that are not even true? Is that what a true friend does? But well, guess what? I don't need your friendship. I don't need your friendship. I don't need you to tell me or or or, or, or look out after me. See, this is what I get with people. You help them, but they go behind your back and they do these things. What am I supposed to think? So over the years, I stopped. I didn't trust anybody. And even when I was at work, I said to myself, well, I'm not going to go to work and try to be friends with people because in the end, it doesn't work. What happens if you have a disagreement? You still got to work with that person. It's just really, really difficult to, to make friends. And it's difficult to find true friends. I don't even have friends with females. Why? And I, and I will say this again, and I don't want any of the women out there attacking me. But you know as well as I do, females are critical of other females. It's just a fact. We had, there was this uh, LinkedIn question about that. Who would you rather have for a friend, a male or a female? Well, it all depends. Now, Not all females are bad, but the majority of the females are very critical. They just criticize you, constant. I don't like this. I don't like that. Why can't you be? It's like, oh my God, my head is spinning. If you don't like me, then let's not be friends. And stop nitpicking. Stop it. You're not going to change me. If I want to change, I will do it myself. See, it's different with males. You can be friends with a male. Have a nice time. You can treat them as if they were your bigger, your older brother. And most of the times when I had male friends, that's what I treated them, as an older brother that I wish I had. Because growing up, I always wanted to have a brother. I wanted to see what it was like between the brother and sister combination, you know, because sometimes brother and sister relationships are just as good. Um, But I will tell you that it's just important for me um, in this day and age to just establish with one friend. You know, now I'm not saying that, you know, what I consider to be, quote, a good friend, a best friend, is your husband. My husband. Because he's not just my husband, he's a friend too. He's your best friend. A spouse could be considered your best friend. Although some people will think that's an odd combination, no, it's not you love someone that much and you have a good time together and you're always with each other and you're and you're supporting each other and and it's the same thing as if you were with a friend but the difference is you get to go home with your husband your friend you get to sleep with them you get to do things with them you will not do that with a friend you know um but that's the difference And now the thing is, with females, and I've noticed this now, females just criticize other females and they'll also be so envious of what you have. Oh, I wish I had this, I wish I had that. That's why sometimes I wonder about, you know, females and males, what the relationship is between them. I'm not talking about husband and wife, boyfriend, I'm talking about real true friendship. You can have a true friendship with someone who's of the opposite sex and not have anything happen. But you also have to be respectful of your husband. And that's what I want to be, respectful of my husband. Because men do get jealous. Believe it or not, men do get jealous. But you know what? A little jealousy is okay. A little jealousy. See, think of it this way. If you're a little bit jealous, that still means that you care about your significant other and you love them so much. But if you're extremely jealous, then it causes chaos, and it causes pressure, and it causes issues and and possessiveness, and we don't want that. But a little jealousy does go a long way. Anyway, for me, you know. Um, The thing I do wanna make clear, though, is I don't have friends. I never had friends. The friends that I did have, well, like I said, they hurt me. Um, And it is lonely. I'll admit it to you. There are times when I just can't not stand being alone in the house. So I sometimes take myself out. If I have errands to do, I'm out of the house, get some fresh air. Now when I finally do go back to getting another source of income. I'm hoping I can get into a different industry altogether. Don't get me wrong. I don't mind doing quote logistics because that's where the jobs are at. And that's the only industry that actually that actually did better than any other industry during this whole pandemic. Because people are buying, selling, buying, selling, you know, from other countries, they're, do, they're, they're creating a business, they're doing a, a business, you know, they're, they're making money. That's that's the part of importing, exporting. And that's fine. But after a while, you just want to do something completely different. The only problems with doing something completely different. Either you have to have experience, prior experience, or you have to have some type of a, quote, overrated college degree. Or you, if you want to go way outside of your industry and start from the bottom, well, then start from the bottom and work your way up. But then it would take many years for you to get to where you're at in life. For me, I don't know. I just, not crazy about working in the real world. You know, I would be married to my husband, we have a life together, I have kids, and I'd be happy with that. But also make spot premieres, you know, go outside, do something, step out into the limelight, and actually do these missions. That's more of a job than anything else. And you don't have to get paid for it. You're just doing a job, and you're helping people. You're helping people. You're doing what you can to survive in this world. Then it's really hard, though. That's the problem. That's the hardest thing in the world, you know. You always have to prove to people what you can and cannot do. Well, I know what I can and can't do. I have a creative touch to me. I have suggestions and ideas to give to people. But I do get a sense of loneliness. I do literally climb the walls because I don't know what to do with myself. Half the times I think, am I gonna go out there and make a difference again? Or is it just gonna be a struggle from here on out? Go figure, you know? But um, I'm trying trying to find creative ways to bring in some some extra income. A side hustle, if you wanna call it, a job, a side job. You know, you can have two jobs. You can have your own job, your own company, or do something that would make you a little extra money, like a second income. And then the very first job that you have, the thing I want to do is just knock down all these bills and just live a really comfortable life and start giving and saving. But more to giving too, because again, in order for me to complete these missions, I have to be clear and debt free. I don't want to have any debt looming over my shoulders. And if I'm going to start a life with somebody new, I want to have peace of mind. Because again, you're bringing in someone into your life and you're sharing your life with them. You want to be clear and free of debt. I never wanted to have debt in the first place. I never. My father said to me, that's the one thing you should never do in your life is acquire credit cards. Because nowadays, well, I don't know about any other part of the world, but this part of the world, if you want to get something? Oh, let me pull out the plastic. Let me pull out the debit card. They're both poison in my book. I'm sorry to say, it, they are both poison. Think about it. Now, what happened to good old cash? There are places that still take cash, but the majority of the people, oh, let me pull out the debit and credit. It's much easier. Now everything's done with a swipe of a chip. Sometimes that's good, sometimes that's not good. You know? But, um,. I like to think that there's people out there that I can actually, well, what's the word I want to use? People that I could trust. See, I've had to struggle all my life to get to where I am and I did it by myself. I didn't have anybody to fall back on. And I told my LinkedIn connection, I said, look, when you read this book, you will cry. There are certain, you know, I'm not going not, to, it's not going to be cut and dried. It's going to be an actual story based off of my life. If I can, if this can sell, if this can sell, or if, like I said, if somebody can actually put me on this documentary, it would be the greatest thing in the world. I would be so, so, so happy. And then I can move on from there. You know, documentary, a film, you know, never know what, what can happen. And I know I'm ready to do this thing. I know I have to do it because it's important to me. I'm ready to show the world, to talk about the people that matter to me. One person in particular that I would have loved to have been a friend of is Haley Maggie because I had given her tribute when, when she was battling at the time. This was back in May. Somebody had shared a video of her that she did on Instagram telling the whole world she had terminal kidney cancer and what she had gone through. And so I paid tribute to her in my podcast. I thought maybe there's a shot, you know, that I can, you know, connect with her and then, or or just maybe video chat with her or meet her just to have a sense of where what she's going. I mean, just commend her because she was brave enough to share that video with everybody. Went on Instagram and just shared it and, and was not scared. Because, you know, a lot of people nowadays are afraid to put themselves out there for whatever reason. And I don't think you should. I think you should tell the world and show them who you are. She had a lot of followers. I'm like, wow. Now, maybe a part of me wants to get that notoriety just a little bit. But not for compensation. I want to do it just to help others. To show people that you're not the only one who's battling all these struggles and all these obstacles. You know, I went through so many in my lifetime. I told you, after my father passed away, it was very difficult. It was very difficult for me to, to, to do this on my own. I had nobody to fall back on. Did I go to therapy? I did, but I didn't think it helped me. It didn't help me. You know, not not, not, not therapy's not for everybody. The people who go through therapy can do it because they needed someone to talk to. I tried that, and it didn't work. So I did my, the, the next best thing, I did my own therapy. That's what I did. I was my own therapist, my own mentor, my own guide. I had that little voice in my head that I was constantly referring to. And sometimes I would talk out loud because sometimes it helps to kind of clear your head and reflect. You know, in this day and age, prayer is also good. I used to pray to God and say, God, please get me through this. I got through every situation now with the grace of God. Now, I wasn't very religious back in the day because of everything that happened with my father and the fact that he was gone and I I blamed Well, I didn't blame the man upstairs. I just blamed the the idea that they didn't give, you know, had a second chance for him. That he didn't try any alternative medicine that maybe they could have saved him. But he was too far gone. And then, after all the deaths that I've experienced in my life with every member of the family and people on the outside, it was just so difficult. I was becoming so immune to it. It was just very difficult. So the thing that I want to say is this. I don't really know if I could, if I could, if I had to do this all over again would I be able to? I probably would. But the thing I would change is how I did it. And also at the time I had I was friends with with a small group of people, but whenever they had a problem, they would come to me. They thought, well, maybe I can come to you for advice, and I would sit there and listen to them and maybe give them a suggestion or two. But then, the decision would be made up to them. But when it was my turn, do you think anybody was there for me? No. I tried calling my friends. Either they weren't there, they weren't picking up. the The number they gave me was incorrect. I was like well, thank you. Thank you for the slap in the face. Thank you, people, for helping me when I needed it. I was there for you. You weren't there for me. So tell me, what is the definition of a friend? So that's why my LinkedIn contact felt that it was offensive of me to say, or he felt like, oh, don't ever say that to me, that you're your own best friend. But it's the truth, though. I don't have any friends. If I make these missions and I'm able to move to another part of the world, then I can start a new forge, forge new friendships and forget about my past life. There's too much hurt here in this lifetime. I think everybody's always need for a change. Change is good. Is it scary? Yes. But the only way it's scary is if you make it scary. If you put that fear upon yourself, yes, it will be scary. But I will tell you this much, it's okay to make any change you want in your lifetime and if nobody can understand that, so be it. The decision is up to you nobody else. If you feel this is the right time to make a move, go for it. See, if I tell that to my family, I'll get all kinds of objections. Why do you want to do this? Why do you want to do that? I would like to hear somebody say, you know what, that's a good idea. Go for it. Now, the only person I know who would even back me up, but I don't know if she still would, is my goddaughter. I think that everything that I've wanted to do in the past, she was always for it. But nobody else in the family well yeah they were afraid for me come on i'm a grown woman don't you think i can take care of myself i'm living here do you think that i still want to live here no i told you living in a home where there's just nobody but me is sad coming home from a job coming to work and there's nobody here is not my idea of quote fun there's no life in this house This house used to have life. I look back at the pictures of all the family dinners and all the parties and the people coming in and out from the neighbors and the neighborhood and nothing is happening here. I don't host dinner parties. I don't have anybody coming over. It's just me and my cat. But it's different with an animal. You can't really say, yeah, you are alone. Yes, you have an animal, but he doesn't talk. He doesn't have, well, he has feelings, but he can't talk to you. He only can talk to you in his language of what he wants. But at least I have a pet. I'm not totally, totally alone. I just wish that there was another human being here because after a while, talking to yourself is no fun. So now I want my husband, when he comes here, I said, I want you to see what it's like. I want you to come and bring love and, and alive, alive and, uh, a sense of, um, you know, being alive in this house, being, you know, noise and, and happiness and this and that because right now it's really not my idea of being al- I don't like being alone. The people on this block the majority of these homes there's always another person in the house two 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 one two 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 it's like everybody has somebody and it could be more than a group it could be a family. that's why it's so lonely for me. I can't even take care of this house by myself. something in this house is falling apart. I said to my sister, why can't we just sell it? Oh, where are you gonna go? Well, when I get married, I will go where my husband goes. I promised mom, I made and I kept that vow. When the time comes, that happiness will come for me. Well, right now, it's just a matter of time and, and I'm hoping that he comes sooner rather than later. I was talking to him earlier, I said, please come sooner because I can't do this anymore. I can't be in this house alone anymore. I just, I don't know, I just feel so empty. I feel so empty inside. A part of me is just, I don't know, just can't do it anymore. I used to be able to get used to it. Even my, after my mother passed away, I had a hard time staying in this house because her presence was so strong here. And then it was just kind of scary in a sense because I kept hearing things. And the majority of my time, I slept on a sofa for six months. I could not go into her room. I couldn't. I don't know why. I ran upstairs, ran back down. That's how fearful I was. And just moving around the part of the house and there's nobody in it. And we had this conversation even before she passed away. We said, and I quote, Mom, I can't be in this house by myself. What happens if something happens to you? Well, you got to make two. Yeah, I know. She wanted me to be married. I said, well, I will be married. And again, she says, when you find that man and you hold on to him and he loves you and treats you like a queen, does everything... You go where he goes in life. You guys build a life together, wherever that may be. And then you can sell this house and do whatever. Because I really don't want to stay here. As much as I like this house, I want to go someplace different. I mean, it's kind of hard to explain if nobody's ever understood what that feels like. But anyway, so the point I want to make is this. In life, you have choices, whether you want to have friends in your life or you choose to be alone. Now, again, I do not choose. This was not by choice, but just people in general, friends, friends in general. That's the key word. If you have one friend, it's good. If you have a group of friends, it's even better. But they say if you don't have friends, it could be a health problem. And I don't know if that's believable or not, if that's true. If it is, well, so be it. But I will tell you one thing. In this day and age, you have to be careful of the friends you do have. You can be friends with someone for a long time, then you find out they take advantage of you, and then what? Then that friendship is severed because you don't trust them anymore. So just be watchful of the people that you do have in your life, your friends. See, I don't have any friends, so I can't, and if I did, I I did have ex-friends, I don't talk to them. They cut me out of their life okay, fine. That's how you want to be. Fine. I don't need you guys. I can manage on my own and I have, but you know what? Now it's time for me to bring my husband in because I can't take being alone anymore. It's getting to me. So it's your choice. Friends or no friends, that's your decision. I choose to kind of stay away from the crowd, but I still want to make my media presence known in the world. You never know. I might have a new set of, of followers, people that I've never met before, people that are Stop it! People that are that are there before, sorry I had to put that in there. My cat's being annoying. He went upstairs before me, yelling and meowing all the time. He knows that I'm down here too. He's being a pest. Anyway, so I'm going to cut it short because I know he's going to start meowing again. So I'm going to say, whoever you choose in your lifetime is on you. If you choose to have a, a group of people or one friend it doesn't really matter but just remember the people that are in your life the people that are in your life you have to remember something do you really trust them you, you can say i i knew this person for a long time we grew up together but do you really know them nobody really knows a person until they really know them that that includes friends friends because sometimes, yes, you can have good friends, but then there are friends that have, that may be good but have bad intentions. There are people like that in this world. So you just got to be careful, you know. To have friends or to not have friends. That is the question. Actually, that's a good title. To have friends or not have friends. That's that's like almost like a Shakespeare thing. I think I might put that as a title. So anyway, I'm going to let you guys go. I'm going to say a quick prayer. And then I'm going to cut this because it's... uh a little after 9 30. So let's all say a prayer together. Our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses. We forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God bless all of you. Stay safe. Take care.